Like you owe your rent, owe me back like it's money I spent. Pay me back when you shake it again. The dawn, all the time with all the shine. You small time, I ball with mine. Links, mix, Bentley, Azor with mine. My jams bump out to the borderline. UK hot with it, blue spots with it. Every continent love when I spit it. Corners the blocks, even the cops feel it. Brothers on lockdown, on a cop feel it. It's real in the field, the last Mohican who survived in the streets and did something decent. Now I got plans to buy the whole hood. Legit now, I ain't got a lot of no judge. I make hits now, money I flip now. Hood fella, every honey wanna kiss now. I lit up my neck, pinky and wrist. Now, so girls everywhere, this is how we get down. This broadcast is brought to you by Black Lee on Delicious Vinyl Radio. Powered by Dash. Now let's say you all Yeah, owe me back like you owe your rent. Owe me back like it's money I spent. Pay me back when you shake it again. The dawn, all the time with all the shine. You small time, I ball with mine. Links, minx, Bentley, Azor with mine. My jams bump out to the borderline. UK hot with it, blue spots with it. Every continent love when I spit it. Corners the blocks, even the cops feel it. Brothers on lockdown, on a cop feel it. It's real in the field, the last Mohican who survived in the streets and did something decent. Now I got plans to buy the whole hood. Legit now, I ain't got a lot of no judge. I make hits now, money I flip. Now, hood fella, every honey wanna kiss now. I lit up my neck, pinky and wrist now. So girls everywhere, this how we get down. Jordan, say what's your price? Uh-huh. Just to back it up, you can hold my eyes. Now let's say you owe me something. Yeah, owe me back like you owe your tax. Owe me back like 40 acres to blacks. Pay me back when you shake it like that, girl. Jordan, say what's your price? Uh-huh. Just to back it up, you can hold my eyes. Yeah. Now let's say you owe, owe Yo, this shit right owe here, like you owe your it's some shit. Play to win, girls in the club moving. I get them real hot, my song seduce them. I flow, I'm so mysterious. Nas and nasty, the alias. Everything platinum, I glow. Cadillac trucks pulling up to the dough. On top, out the car, lounge at the bar. We spin a thou, we wow, look how rowdy we are. I feel like a million dollars. Feel me holler to the max with the bins and chrome wheel and polish. Thugs and renters to the players and ballers. Sexy mamas, fly ladies looking proper. Look good enough to be taking shopping. Earrings, bracelets, now you rocking. Your body's so nice that I give you this option. Let you wear my big chain if we get it popping. Jordan, uh-huh. say what's your price? Uh-huh. Just to back it up, you can hold my eyes. Yeah. Now let's say you owe me something. Yeah, owe me back like you owe your tax. Owe me back like 40 acres to blacks. Pay me back when you shake it like that, girl. Jordan, say what's your price? Uh-huh. Just to back it up. Owe me back like you owe your rent. Owe me back like it's money I lent. Pay me back when you shake it again. Uh. I got my shackles on your feet. You owe me. I think you owe me some. You owe me. These shackles on your feet. You owe my 
Lock you down, baby. You know what you owe me. Mac like Goldie. It's the same story. Let you hold something. You spinning it right? Know where you gonna be by the end of the night. Make it bounce. Shake it. Move it around. Wiggle it a little bit. Throw it to the south. Fantasizing. Me inside and you riding. Throw it like a stallion. You wearing my medallion. Say what's your price? Say what's your price, like baby? Like you can hold my eyes. Now that's you owe me something. You won't miss something. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? I want to start this shit off straight. Let's get ready to rumble. And I'm talking tough. You're talking what? You're phony Montana. What the? This ain't Tony Montana's phony Montana. That's clever. You're gonna do shit, dog. That's Matt Herpes, though, though. Now I know only I can stop the rain. You're scared, coward. You got mad enough to f*** with me. Look at you scared now, you hoe. Scared of the real man. Now I know only I can stop the rain. This media gets kind of f***ed up sometimes when it comes to me. This me. I don't care what you say on the radio, but this me. I know you. This nigga's joking crazy. I am Somebody up, and physically, I mean. Hold it now, it's radio. Yeah. Talk radio, where the streets is talking and everybody is talking. Cause I do talk tough and I do do tough things. I'm asking you, sit back, nurse your drink. Use your second thought while we're talking, okay? Welcome, welcome. This is Tough Talk Radio, and I'm your host, Rich Martini, and I'm alongside Mr. Who? Mr. Preston, the one and only. Yes, sir. And we got a special guest in the house today. We got the lovely, the charismatic. What? Now, if you don't speak English. The lovely Miss Diane Salcido. Salcido? No, but you can call me that. I've been called worse. What the f***? Oh my god, I can't It's Diane Salzita. See, I'm all fing up. We had a couple of drinks and I'm already fing You know how it is. This is tough talk radio. Alright, look, I butcher names and that's what I do. I don't give a f. That's what, that's how it goes down. Bruh. I think you had a little too much to drink tonight. Yep. What? Who's lacing this nigga shit? She is a lawyer and former judge of the San Diego, San Diego Superior Court. San Diego Superior Court. When I was a judge, I was the drug court judge. I did criminal court, family court. Oh, so she, I knew I knew you before. <laughs> you put me away for five years, <laughs> goddammit. When I get locked up, they won't let me out. <laughs> You're clean now, right? <laughs> no. Without <laughs> <laughs> seriousness, I already know it's going to be real up in here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, pull up your drink. It's going to be crazy because, mm-hmm. you know. Let's talk talk because I do talk talk and I do do talk things. I took you out of Jacobs and clusters, busters. They wanted to rush us. Love the way you sparkle when the sun touch you. When you blush, you turn blue if your grade is right. You can light up the whole room, turn it day from night. When it's cold, cool. Jacobs and clusters, busters, they wanted to rush us. Love the way you sparkle when the sun touch you. When you blush, you turn blue if your grade is right. They you light up the whole room, turn it day from night. When the summertime is in and the tops are down. With you around my neck, we lock the whole block down. It took short sleeves, it is down to the understand. The reason they call you ice, everybody freeze. Independent in the sun, who can shine like you? And that platinum and the charm, who can blind like you? The direct reason why niggas do the crimes they do. I used to snatch the necklace off the record. 
reckless fools. Guess I was jealous that they were so next to you. So I devoted half my time to invest in you. The other half was spent on protecting you. Cause you belong to me. Now sing a song for me. Come on. we get into all this will we say anything else this program contains graphic material including offensive language what? viewer discretion is advised we are not here to offend anybody Bitch, everybody has a right we respect everybody everybody should be treated with respect Ooh, facts I mean, yes sir yeah. this is tough talk radio where the streets are talking and everybody is talking Welcome back. You're listening to Tough Talk Radio. I am your host, Mr. Preston, alongside my man, the CEO, Rich Martini. Shaking, mustache. And we have a special guest. Former judge. Deanne Salzito. And what department? Uh, well, I did criminal for a while, and I okay. did family court for a while. And before that, I was a prosecutor and a civil litigator, and now I'm a divorce attorney. Shit. I could have <laughs> used you back in the day. Shit. You know? <laughs> it's depressing, man. There's a lot of shit going on in the world today. A lot today, of stuff going you know, on man. in the world. Right. So, I mean, I don't even know where to start. You know, we could start relationships. Do you want to start politics? Oh, and she's a diehard lover of what team? The Los Angeles Rams, the Super Bowl winning Los Angeles Rams. So that's on your side of this football field, you know, yeah. with the NFC, you know. Yeah, yeah Dallas Cowboy fan. Oh, okay. Am, well, my I, son's an Eagles fan, so you guys are arch enemies. Oh, but, yes, you know. we are. So, <laughs> so yeah. I don't consider them relevant right now. Shots fired! Shots fired! They're kind of like the oh, B team, but damn. it's okay. <laughs> when you you talk about the Eagles or the Cowboys? <laughs> the Cowboys and the Eagles. Damn. So, oh, right oh, now, it's like Packers, Packers, 49ers, and Rams are like... You know, the conversation. Let's be honest. Y'all deserve better. <laughs> you a former Charger fan. You jumped ship and jumped on the Rams bandwagon. I can't take nothing you say seriously. I understand that. You I've heard saying? that accusation you, before. You, but you, are, you a Charger fan. No, okay? I am not. I am a recovered Charger fan. What? I like a recovering winning. I like Charger winning. fan. Wow. Okay. Winning. I feel winning. you. I like, I like winning too, even though we haven't won anything in a long time. I just can't let him it's go. It's your coaching I situation, I think. It, I, I mean, I'm not a problem with, I like your, co- your quarterback. He's really cool. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's more Jerry Jones. He needs to oh. fire himself and hire a real general manager. And I think that would solve a lot of our problems. Yeah. Talk about it. I do believe that too. I but, agree um, with you on that. but when you own the team, you can do with it what you want. So, and it's like the, 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 what is it? The most profitable franchise in any sport. It's like the next closest sport. It's like $2 billion, worth $2 billion less than the Dallas Cowboys. So when you look at it that way. It don't matter. I mean, what does he have to change? I'm I mean, just saying you know? it don't matter. Yeah, he's making money. I mean, like, goodness. But, yeah, you want I feel a Super Bowl it. Ring? I want to win a Super Bowl. Oh, did you see the Rams Super Bowl ring? Now? <laughs> no. Oh, my it was, God. It's designed like so I don't fly. care. Oh, no, God, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you open it, when you open it, it's got a little miniature field in there. Oh, <laughs> it says Rams out. Oh, boy. <laughs> She's rubbing that shit all the way in there. I haven't seen I've the ring. I've been accused of not being yeah. a gracious winner, and I, I own that title. Uh, yes. My fiance is a 49er fan. Oh, so boy. you imagine the, that championship yes. game? I yeah. think, but I think um, that's going to be a tough one. We'll see what Trey, what Trey Lance is going to do. Who are you? Um, that might be your biggest challenge. I don't think the Packers are going to do much with those young receivers. and I don't think the Rams are we'll going to do much this year. Oh, wow. I don't know. The Rams are loaded. I think, I think, do you know Aaron yeah. Donald? Have you met Aaron Donald? Have you Look, seen this guy? Whose mom is this? <laughs> <laughs> Look, their team is going to be good overall, but I, I have a feeling their quarterback is going to take a fall this year with I his elbow it. injury. Oh, okay. 
we'll see. I doubt it. We'll see. I like Matt Stafford. I think, he's a good guy. I think he's very he's good, good quarterback. Guy. He's, a, he's, he's a good guy. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers playing the championship game with a torn meniscus. I think you know Stafford and the elbow will will baby him for a while. And guess let what? Him get get further healthy. And they lost. And, and fuck Rivers too. Rivers yeah. did lose. Yeah. Well. We had our running back on the damn machine on the sideline, and that yeah. was a bad time. Yeah, the bad times for you. Marty Schottenheimer times. Yeah. Well, actually, Marty Schottenheimer was a good coach. I love him. Yes. Yeah. You know, but he didn't a- make the right call sometimes at the end zone. Like, well, you're going to throw a pass three times, and you got LT. I hear you. Oh, <laughs> okay. I like I like her football knowledge. I like the way she breaks down the game. Okay. All right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, we're on the two-yard line. you got LT, and you're going to throw three right. times in the end right. zone. You're talking Hall of Famer. Yeah. At the time like, he was arguably the best like, running back in the, in the league. Don't yes. they say put the ball in the in, best in player's LTs. hands? And especially when you got a quarterback with a torn meniscus. Yeah, we would have known rode, for Aaron throws. Yeah, we would have rode LT pause all yeah. game. Yeah, absolutely. And he wanted it. What? Yes. Damn. Son. So that was tough. That was the Chargers' window. I believe yep. if they yes. would have got to the Super Bowl, they would have won it that year. They yes. were the best team in the NFL we that year. We were hot that yes. year. We were just like unstoppable yes. until we stopped ourselves. Yes, that is true. Marty Schottenheimer did coach not to lose I as can opposed never say to coach Chargers win. team was good at all. Fuck them. Some of my bitches. Well, that's showing you that's bias. It, that, that team was the best team in the league that year. Yes, it was. They should have won the Super Bowl. I hated that the Chargers year. Thank for like yes. a decade. They were whooping our ass. Well, that's how I felt about Elway for a while because he whooped us yeah, all the time. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, we don't want to talk. The Raiders, man, you guys, man. Man, decade man. Of, of, of we'll see. Hardship. You guys, you guys. That decade was nineteen seventies. I mean, yes. like, come on now. Fuck no. What yes. are you talking about? We were That's good in two thousand. What do you call good? Not we went to the not Super Bowl. Having a, like you eight went, and eight record. You went like, to the, went Super, to the Bowl. Super Bowl. Oh, That's right. You yes, did. I digress. Huh. That's right. That's, That's right. right. They did. We, we were all right. And then you know, then there was the the big the big letdown. The uh, the uh, tuck rule game. The tuck rule went game. The yeah, they started making <laughs> was it rules. A full season? Oh, yeah, with a full oh, season. Okay, Look at you. Remember? Look at. See, that's a Charger <laughs> fan for you. Look at. Quick, she got amnesia and shit. <laughs> yeah, we're the reason why. Well, because New England like, started their like decade run. It was like a fluke. It wasn't like a dynasty. Oh, now you guys started. Oh my lord. We're gonna repeat. That's okay. You call me back in February. So we can. Oh, oh you won't. Definitely. No, you won't call me back because no, I, we're going to be champions again. I, I look. Well, I predict you won't have me back. Hold on. If you guys are having the Super Bowl party, I'm coming this year. Thank you. I'm okay, coming. You're invited. See? I'm coming. <laughs> but he won't be there because he can't handle my mouth. What? I, I can handle that. Are you crazy? Because you guys won't be in it. Okay. So regardless of who's ha- who's playing in the Super Bowl, you're having a party. Always. All right. And Tough Talk is invited. Yep. Yes. Tough Talk is All right, invited. Well, and there it is then. We're Shoot. going. Tough Talk. The tough talk. That's what we tough do talk. there doing football. That's it. Hold up, that's man. It. We we do talk tough and we do do tough things. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's why it. I almost got arrested. A <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, what's up? This is DJ Red Handed. Right now, you're listening to Tough Talk Radio. Clack, clack. What's happening, y'all? This Mitchie Slick. You tapped in with Black League Entertainment. This is Cam Curl, safety for the Washington Commanders. And you're listening to Tough Talk Radio. Because I do talk tough and I do do tough things. Check it out. Blow 
hoes as I'm on it at five And she be good With a six pack of that cold 45 Just like I should And if I could, I will I might get blowed tonight If things go right I'm gonna cut this hoe tonight So I get a call When it's raw When the game like she ain't ready But still indeed She on her knees Keeping things steady Like Betty Crocker The face doctor Just that she swallows with passion So now she bragging Lagging behind With questions she now be asking So time is passing Now I'm mashing on I'm gone living in the world of hoes so I suppose it's going down deep in your city Cause in these parts ain't nothing but hard times Now started, please really. I do have a question If you get arrested at a party What are we doing? Are we pulling out the judge card? I mean, do you guys have an ID oh, or a badge? No. Do you, what do you have? No, well, when I was a DA I was a deputy DA before I became a judge okay. And so I had a badge okay. But no, that, at a party That's the last thing you want to say <laughs> right. like, I ha- People want, even now when I'm an attorney And be like, oh, you're an attorney? Let me ask you a question And I'm like, uh, I'm trying to get my groove on I'm not no attorney They lied right. to you uh, so no, I push the limits, but I never cross it. Shit, I'm looking for anything. Gonna cut him up like everything in my stable. Sir Lucius with the left foot is ready, ready, and able. But these hoes will get on your nerves. Fuck all that kicking them to the curb. You lacking the tolerance. Didn't let the whole swallow it. Get off in your parlor and stab out to the Cajun crab house, to the Jamaican cat house, to the college frat house, to the girl you just madhouse that rat house. And get you some skulls. She ain't your girl. Skeet, skeet one off and dip one. I'm slick as a curl, smooth as a pearl. Don't, don't be giving no gifts, boy. On the first date or the worst date, I'm going all the way on the first play. Like hell, Mary's the field goes. I think I'll put here the drill. For real though, and why you blowing my ball? I'm off in your purse and get my gas money, then I'm back on the expressway and I'm out this burst. Yeah. This is Duck Talk Radio, where the streets are talking and everybody is talking. So put your earmuffs on. This is Tough Talk Radio with your host, Mr. Preston and Rich Martini. Because I do talk tough and I do do tough things. I mean, so right out of high school, you went to college and then went to law school. Talk about the journey. I'm, I'm curious about that. Because you seem. You seem like you're super authentic And you've probably been this way all your life Right (laughs) And I bet you people probably say all the time Like whoa she's I mean you're you're super cool Thank you How how does that How did that happen They made a mistake Period point blank (laughs) Oh damn (laughs) (laughs) Damn okay um, It was a goal Seriously When I'm You're looking at a nerd When I was eight My dad was going to law school at night Okay wow And uh, I would try to connect with him after work and study I would read his law books. Wow. And I was eight years old and I didn't think at the time that that was a big deal, but okay. it is, I right. guess. You know, yes, eight it years is. old. Eight. I guess I was supposed to watch movies or something, but I was My reading daughter's watching she was watching Peppa Pig at eight and you're reading law books. <laughs> yes. But go ahead. Yes. I was fascinated with the human stories. Like this lady's walking the street and she gets run over but she had pre existing injuries. Like oh my God. Right. So like nerd talk here. Right. Okay. So true story. So I was like at eight, I was like, I want to be a lawyer. Then you're probably too young to know this, but there came out this movie when I was 16, Kramer versus Kramer. Yep. And it was with Dustin Hoffman, yes, I think, yes, and Meryl yes, Streep. Yes, yes. And she walked out in the family. He had to raise the kid all yes, of a sudden. Yes. And I watched that movie, and the judge did him wrong because she gave the, the baby to to the mom. Right. After she came back, because she's the mom. Right. And so I was like, that's so wrong. I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. I want to be a judge. I don't want to argue about what a judge should do. I want to decide what the judge should do. So when I was 16, I set a goal that I wanted to be a judge. And then when I was 30, I refined that goal further. Then I said, by the time I hit 40, I want to be in a position where any governor in the state of California, whether they're Republican or Democrat, will look at me as a viable candidate. So I kind of worked backwards from where I wanted to be at 40 and what milestones I needed to hit in between then and then. And I actually kept what I called a personal file, a judge file. And I put all my documents in there, all my cases, all my opponents. So when it came time, I knew what I was doing. I was methodical. 
I had a plan. I had a goal. That's awesome. Thank you. That's awesome. That is awesome. That's crazy. You know, so, I, and I met my goal. I was appointed at age thirty-seven. Wow. And to my knowledge, I'm still the youngest Latina ever appointed as a superior court judge in the state of California. That, wow. oh, let's clap it up. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's something that you should be commended for. Well, mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Becoming a judge. Yes. What were some of the things that you saw that pushed your boundaries as far as your ethics? <laughs> as far as my ethics? Because if there is a story to it, that's why I'm trying to lead up to. Okay. I'm not sure what, which, because, you know, we're talking me. So yeah. what the like there's all well, kinds cause of Because you were a former judge and you said you're a whistleblower. Oh, okay, yes. So, okay, my first assignment was family court. Um, family court can make or break and destroy families because it, it can create more trauma. I 100% agree. Yeah, thank you. So the first problem we have to fix in our system is not put new judges in family court. You should be putting experienced judges who know what they're doing instead of making family court a training ground for new judges. Yo, this shit right here is some shit. Is that where the judge starts at in family For court? the most part, because that's the most or least desirable uh, position in, really? in, in, well, in I mean, judge positions. That's just like you put the new inexperienced police officers in the hood areas mm-hmm. and let them train and, and get their wherewithal in those areas it should be the most experienced police exactly. officers in those areas that know how to deal issues. because it is the hardest issue but most of the time if you want to make detective they're going to put you in the gang infested area well, and you let you bang pay, in, your pay your dues right so it's the yeah. same way in the court system yeah I never yeah. thought of it like that I yeah. never thought yeah, yeah your schooling is like, on the job training it sounds yeah, like so you're playing with is, the families on the job training is exactly that right is it's fucking training nuts. ground this is why Motherfuckers get murked, bro. Well, well, here's so. here's the deal. I believe that because as a man that has had full custody, I've got four children. Um, I've had full custody of my three boys, um, and even in those situations, right, where I was obviously the better pick, right, the mom got the preferential treatment. Period. Like, Kramer versus Kramer all like, over again. Like, like, period. You feel me? Until, I mean, you know what happened with her. She ended up having a nervous breakdown and giving me the kids and all that other good stuff. But it was a fight, you know, like all the time. Obstruction, Your Honor. Hearsay. It's your man, Mr. Preston, the one and only. And you are listening to Tough Talk Radio. We will be right back. What you know about going out, head west, red legs, TVs, all up in the headrest. Trying to live it up, rock jewel, bigger truck, feet all glittered up, stick up kid, nigga, what? Jig with a cut, sip crisp, spit it up, hoes rock, get your nut, till I can't get it up. I'm the man, the fans can't boo, got a can I'm in the streets, we ain't got no sand on. Come on now. Why you ain't had those enough? Pistol in my drawers, I ain't finna fight with y'all. 
I'm the reason they sold the elbows on the plug. That's why I call my restaurant Esco. Hmm. Why you stand on the wall, hanging on your balls, lighting up drugs, always fighting in the club. I'm the reason they made the dress code. They figure out what and why when I'm in my fresh clothes. Flex like I'm supposed, Hermes orange in the rose. Wrist in the bow, all the wrist to his pros. Dropped the bow and brought back some extra O's. Raw paper got a build up with vegetables. Southside, every state, come on, bury the hate. Millions, the only thing we in the heavy to make. But the finna ex friend, intellect, all bins. Let's begin, bring this BS to an end. Come on. This radio broadcast is brought to you by Black League Entertainment on delicious vinyl power by Dash. Welcome back. You're listening to Tough Talk Radio. Is your relationship with my client entirely platonic? Not! Bad baby, bad baby. You slammed her, you doctor donut, you gave her dog a snazzy. Talk to me about the family court. And I think, and this is just speaking from my anecdotal experience, right? I feel like a lot of men kind of get jerked around in the family court. Why do you think that is? What's the, what, what is the motivation to do that? Is it, is it really just they feel like the maternal thing, that's where it should be, and that's why it's skewed that way? Or do they really look at the hard evidence when making these decisions? Let's be honest. Okay, I'm trying. That's an excellent question, and that's actually multiple questions, and I'm going to do my best to answer all of them. And the reason I was smiling as you were talking is because they are excellent questions. But Fuck no. But it will depend on who your judge is, right. how I could answer that. Right. So that's why having attorneys that know your judge and know which arguments will work with that judge uh, matter, right? right? So people who are self-represented are already at a disadvantage. Um, because they don't know that argument might not work with that judge. Right. I'll give you an example. When I was a new judge, I was doing a simple custody case. Mom and dad were arguing, and the lawyer didn't do his homework on me. I was president of the Women's Bar Association. I'm like, you know, I'm a Mexican, you <laughs> right. know. Right. Right. So, uh, Mexican, a Mexican, right? Like, right. I'm a can-do person, right. right? So, he didn't do his homework on me. You gotta do your homework on your judges. So, he's doing a trial in front of me, and he's trying to make the point that the mom was a bad mom because she sent the kid to lunch, um, to school with Lunchables. So I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up, full disclosure. I just want to know, counsel, let you know, counsel, on my way here to court this morning, I didn't have time to make my son lunch. We stopped at the 7-Eleven down the street from his school, and I picked up some Lunchables. So I don't think that's a line of inquiry that you want to pursue. Oh, right. shit. It's like busy working mom stuff. You feel me? Right, 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 right. <laughs> like, that doesn't make you a bad mom. Right. Right? Uh, PTA, want a home-baked cake versus a store-bought cake? I don't care. Eat the cake. Right. <laughs> Yo, right? Eat the cake, anime. <laughs> right? Okay, got it. Right? So that's, you said I'm authentic. So I'm like, let's keep it real, right? Women got to work. I needed a night off after that. I didn't make your lunch. Sorry. Okay. That doesn't make me a bad mom. Correct. It makes me a good worker. Right. 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 <laughs> True. Right. Right. It makes you a good mom because you got him lunch at all. And I fed him. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So I didn't say like too bad. Borrow some food from your friend. Could have got you sugar water. Man. That's an example where, you know, again, depending on your attorney, depending on your judge, things can be different. So that's just courtroom to courtroom, which is not a good system either. Right. 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 But then you have other things like I could be talking to two women right now and they'd be like, judges, they don't protect the children. When I say this about my kids being molested or they say this about um, him beating on me in front of the kids, they don't take it seriously. And, you know, there's studies now that show that children that have been exposed to domestic violence, it's called the ACEs study. It's actually um, out by the CDC and everything. But anyway, 
children exposed to violence, drugs, alcohol at an early age have a higher incidence of suicide, psychiatric problems, wow. dying earlier, um, heart disease, all I this totally other stuff. That. Yeah, because it, the the stress has to go somewhere. Right. 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 So anyway, so depending on which gender is asking me that question, they all feel like their gender is getting the worst treatment by the court because there are different issues that will, in my experience, have a different reaction from the court system based upon the gender of the person raising the issue. Right. Okay, so if it's a tie, 50-50, mom and dad are both good people, and there's, you know, I can see where a lot of fathers get the short end of the stick because they're like, well, mom doesn't work as many hours, so we're going to let her have the children more. Right, and yes. Is that what happened to you? Well, well, <laughs> with my with my, with my, with my daughter, right, it it had gotten to a point where, um, and I don't want to put too much of my business out there, right? Where it was just she was just her mom was just unbearable to the point where I ended up having to take her to court, right? Like I didn't want to do that, and I think most men, and I and particularly most black men, don't really mess with the Want court to. system, right? And I have to tell brothers sometimes, look, family court is not like criminal court, right? Like they are advocates for the kid. Right. Well, like the, or they're supposed to, be, supposed to be right. The kid has a right to have a relationship with both of his parents. Right. Right. And sometimes I have to talk myself into that. So I ended up taking her to court and the, the mediator was, you know, regardless of whatever I said, she was still kind of arguing for the mom. Right. It, it really didn't. Oh, yeah. There's it, a problem with the family court service mediation. Yes. And I actually discovered that in my first year on the bench. Check it out. I had a case. It was interracial couple. Okay. And the mom was um, African-American. The dad was white. The issue before me for that hearing was whether or not um, I should grant them a new mediation because the mom was saying that the um, FCS mediator was racially biased against her. So they do the hearing. Evidence comes out. On the witness stand, the mediator was called, and the mom's attorney asked the mediator straight out, who was an older white woman, she goes, he, he asked her, well, are, do you consider yourself racially biased? And her answer wasn't, no, I do not. Her answer was, no more so than anyone else of my generation. Wow. Mm. Okay, check it out. I have the transcript of that. I was smart enough to order the transcript because I ended up ruling in favor of the mom and saying that I'm not comfortable with no more so than anyone else of my generation. So you get a new, you get a new mediation with a new mediator. Yeah. Well, that mediator then went to complain to her union about me giving her a black mark. I get called into the principal's office, who's right. like the supervisor right. judge, like, right. Salcedo, what are you doing? They're threatening to challenge you. They're threatening to do this. And why did you call her a racist? And I'm like, oh, is that what this is about? No problem. I've got the transcript. Let me show you. I didn't call her a racist. She, she called, called herself, herself a racist. One. Right. Right. He didn't want to read the transcript because you know what he told me? This is the judge who's supervising all judges. He's like, it doesn't matter what the truth is. It just matters what perception is. Damn. I object, Your Honor. You object to the rumor or you object to being the crackhead? To being the crackhead. Yeah. Whoop it. My nigga told me to whoop it. Whoop it. We finna ball like a hoop team. Tell us dealership that they gotta coop me. Call a jeweler, tell him make me a new piece. But a peek and reek and text him, he scooped me. Hit his doggy style, gave it a Snoop D. Woo. Swagged out. You know I'll be putting that shit on. This is the family. I am the dit on. This is the time that y'all need to get on. Hold up. You can get with it or get the fuck on. This is a back, but I get my truck on. This is a dick you haters can suck on. Driving slow, playing fab shit. I've been low with my bad bitch. Big drip with a big gun. Sound like Fabio doing ad libs. I send a brr, brr out. Niggas is pulling up, shutting it down, nigga. Big bread. 
Nigga, I cut it and butter it down. It's a movie, baby. I'm putting the footage up now. I've been grinding. Back on my bully, I'm hooded up now. Yo, where Trey at? He in the cullin and pulling up now, nigga. Big bread, nigga. I cut it and butter it down. It's a movie, baby. I'm putting the footage up now. I've been grinding. Back on my bully, I'm hooded up now. Yo, where Trey at? He in the cullin and pulling up now, nigga. Whoopty, my nigga threw me the oopty. Hoopty, we finna ball like a hoop team. Tell a dealership that they gotta coop me. Call a jeweler, tell him make me a new piece. But a peek and reek and text me, scoop me. Hit it doggy style, gave it a Snoop D. Woo! Your opinion. What is a man's motivation to, to get married? What's a woman's motivation to get married? Think about that shit. Lots of times, I'm to, I'm going to answer your question. I promise you. Tell the truth, shame the devil. I used to say all the time, I need me a wife. I need someone to pick up my dry cleaning. I need someone to go grocery shopping. I need someone to, like, clean the toilets. <laughs> okay? But, I need, you know, because somehow those chores always get deferred onto yeah. the female in the household. Okay? So, I'm like, why do I want to get married? Well, I guess I don't want to carry my luggage on my vacation <laughs> like you know so i get it right i so get it. They're, it like i said i, I will think, answer your question i think the, the, the depends dynamic. on the quality of the relationship understood but we're talking about a man that you know is a provider male uh you know which is what most women want we all know the real i mean you have a a, a different situation because you know you you you're extremely accomplished you know i'm sure you do pretty well in your in, in your my given field and stuff like that my accomplishments i paid spouses support four thousand a month mm. Mm, if only damn good lord oh i'm about to get down on one knee <laughs> I mean, shit. What are we talking about, man? What are we talking yeah, about, man? Because guess what? Four thousand a month. Hold up, because guess what, Judge? I, I cook, I clean. You understand? I go get groceries. I do all that. Oh, okay. Makeup, oh. beds. I take care of kids. I, 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 I hey. Okay. Do you do back rubs? Do. Foot, foot do rubs? I? <laughs> These, these are why you should have seen his face right now. Hey, we about to go tough talk after dark. All right, now, okay. Don't tempt me with a good time, right? right? Yeah. But, but I mean, I mean, what's the, so and, why does anybody want to get married yes. these days? Especially if you're a high earner, I think is the that question. is the question. If you are a high earner, why do you want to get married? Yes. Well, okay, I have a rock on my finger. You see this? Yes. I am engaged. Yes. I have hesitation. I've been burned by spousal support before. So don't you ever in your fucking life. Richard has said he'll do a prenup. So, you want to get married, you don't want to get burned, do a prenup. Right. Okay. And people need to understand, it's not that you don't love each other, it's just you worked hard for what you have. No, I'm I, I'm, I'm one of those people that, you know, if you and Richard don't work out, I will sign a prenup. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's number one. Um, number, number two, I, I'm not one of those people that feel like a prenup is a bad thing. It's right not. to me people will always look at it and they they look at it in reverse like well if you love me you wouldn't make me sign a prenup my retort to that would be if you love me then you would sign the prenup right if you're not getting what with difference for my, how do you feel the money that? i agree when i told richard i said look it's not about you it's about my experience with the other right. people that makes me you know and i want to be able to pass my my hard work on to, to the children i have right right They're, this is their inheritance right? right i said i'd like to have this a prenup and then i can just put this to rest and he was like whatever you want i don't care so that being said when does marriage as far as love 
and marriage as far as a business transpired. Well, that's what people need to understand. It's, it's, it's marriage is a commitment. Yes. Okay. So you cannot enter it blindly. And I have, I'm, I'm speaking from experience. I how come I've had to pay out. I went to law school. I passed the bar, but I had to pay the damn money. I became the judge, but I had to pay, right? So I feel what you say, like the high earner pain that is traditionally associated with yep. males. Right. I feel it, and right. I felt it every damn time I had to write that check every month. Right. And I knew he was just spending it on his floozy. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. See, it wasn't going to support the children. <laughs> right. It was going to he could like pretend like yeah. he earned money for his floozy. Yeah, because this was spousal support, right? Not, not child support. Yeah. Yeah. So did you have to pay child support on top of the spouse? No, that's actually the combined. I'm going to be honest. It okay. was combined. Okay. But I it felt so bad every. Time I had to write it, I literally transcribed my checks. It said, "It said, never let them steal your joy." Right above my signature line. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! So every time I had to write that damn check, it said, "Never let them steal your joy." In other words, good riddance to you. Here's your money. Stay away. Right now, with the spousal support, the way that works is it if in a situation with where it's female to male because that's not something that we see a lot right no, everybody's right. always shocked we're like right. you bitch both support so yes, I mean, it's not gender related it's income related does it end exactly. when he gets married if he gets married again i'm just gonna say this my ex-husband wasn't smart enough to get a family law attorney he got himself a real estate attorney. Ignorance is bliss. Mm. So I only had to pay for four years. Now let me speak for all niggas when I say what the mm. fuck. I'll just leave it at that. Damn. <laughs> Damn. This is Tough Talk Radio, man. We do talk tough and we do do tough things. Yeah. Uh, we'll be right back. Tough Talk Radio is brought to you by Sound Lounge. If you're a producer, MC, you want to get your shit right, check out Sound Lounge SD. They're going to do you right. Welcome back. This is Tough Talk Radio, and I'm your host, Rich Martini, and I'm alongside Mr. Who? Mr. Preston, the one and only. Yes, sir. And we still are here talking to the lovely Miss Deanne. So, we're going to get back into this uh, conversation with family and divorce rate. Being that you went through what you went through is your divorce, do you feel it affected your opinion on things in divorce court or as a judge? That's a very good question. Um, I remember being on the bench as a judge during the time of my divorce. I was a family court judge. I had had to issue a restraining order or receive a restraining order for my protection from my ex-husband at the time. And I had to ask myself at the time, is this the type of cases that I should be hearing right now? Is it too close to home for me? Wow. Um, so the answer was, no, I was fine to hear it. And the reason was because I was paying attention to that issue to make sure that I was keeping it balanced and just on what was presented to me as opposed to putting in my 
layer of experience on there that wasn't part of that case. So, you know, some judges might not be able to do that, but I was asking myself and checking myself. So I was taking that internal responsibility. But I I think there should be maybe more rules on that because I don't know that if you are stuck in like, I hate men or I hate women kind of mode, the restraining order that you should be hearing those cases at that time. I agree. So I don't think it should be up to us maybe because if you're in that fog, you might not know you're in that fog. So is that something that in that moment when you were going through that, was there any time where you thought like maybe I should recuse myself from some of these cases or? or? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I, I asked myself whether or not I was truly deciding it on the evidence presented in that case or whether I was bringing into it my outside experience and adding to what was being presented to me. So I felt comfortable staying in that role because I knew I was trying my best to keep it in check. But the very fact that I had to ask that question to me means we shouldn't even leave it to the individual judges. The like I wish my presiding judge would have said, you know, you got a restraining order going, you're going through a divorce, maybe right now we'll put you in probate court or we'll put you in something else so that there's not triggering you all day. Right. That, that, was, that was the question I was going to ask for you. my well-being too. Right. Yeah, that was the question I was going to ask you was, are there stipulations or people that look into your cases that tell you, hey, you know what? You got such and such in your background. Maybe we should remove you from this part, uh, judging this part of it, and we're going to move you to, you know, criminal. Or- like, is there is there a system in place for yeah. that? Nothing formal. So that's Nothing. what I'm saying because here's the other part, the politics of the job. So... The people that are the presiding judge, there's a presiding judge, there's an assistant presiding judge, two-year terms. And then they have what's called an executive committee. And the people on the executive committee, presiding judge, they don't get any extra compensation, and they're doing a lot of extra work. Right. So why are they doing it? Is it for the love of the job, public service? No. A lot of them are doing it because they want to put that on their resume because they're going to apply to either federal court or they're going to uh, apply to appellate court. Okay? Now... If you're going to do that, you know that you have to get uh, your 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 colleagues are going to be asked about your job performance. How did you do? So if you rock the boat and you upset the system that they are doing just fine in, how do you think they're going to treat you when you go to become an appellate court judge and they need you need their recommendation so the, or they're you going to federal court and they need to say, yeah, we had no problem with this person. So the bureaucracy in the court system is the same as in the police system is the same as in corporate america is the, i mean it's just you know it's that's scary though it's disheartening that's what i was getting ready to say scary, though. yes it is because that bureaucracy that you're aware of exists in the court system and the court system is the very same system you go to as an employee right. as a wrong citizen right. to get relief but yet the same person deciding whether or not that evidence comes in, whether or not you get a continuance for your hearing or not based upon improper procedure, that same person is subject to the same bureaucracy that you might be complaining about. Right. That's crazy. You want to know, so you want to know a crazy example? Of that? Yes. Okay. I do. Okay. So I'm a judge. I'm the only female judge attending a lunchtime, uh, presentation that we're required to attend and it's on workplace sexual harassment. We have okay. to attend. Okay. It's during lunch. Okay. So for the first, I want to say, hour of this 90-minute lunch seminar, I'm the only female judge in the in the room. The presiding judge, or the supervising judge for El Cajon Courthouse at that time, had a cold or a cough. His voice was raspy. We're in a sexual harassment prevention training seminar, all the other male judges and me, right? Somebody across the table decides he's going to ask the judge, what did you do last night? <laughs> Why is your voice so raspy? Why you got a sore throat? What the f- 
fucking entire fuck is that? We're in a sexual harassment <laughs> right. prevention training <laughs> seminar. Okay. Absolutely shameful. And I got a sense of humor. I can be raunchy with the best. What? But not at work, right? right? But I got a sense of humor. So I'm like, okay, I'll let it go, whatever. But they wouldn't let it go. Oh, they, they kept bringing it up, bringing it up. So finally, I'm like, please stop emboldening these dumbasses. For all the women behind me, I got to speak up. I got to let them know like, right. hey, once, twice, I'm not going to say anything, but let it go, right? right? So I spoke up and I'm like, do you guys ever grow up? Right. Maybe that wasn't mm. the best way to say it. I don't know, but I was like fed up at that point. Like, right. And they, you know what they told me? No, it's too much fun this way. Hey. Wow. Okay. And you know who was present when that conversation happened? Um, Besides, they were saying it to the, the supervising judge. Donald Trump? No. Damn. No. <laughs> he just grabbed them by the, you know what? Man. He, he would have enjoyed it. Right. No, one of the deans of the judicial college that teaches people how to be a judge when you become a new judge what well, he was in there you monster and he didn't stop it that's the devil in the house and then those are the same people that are going to go rule on employment sexual discrimination cases that's, that's square that's <laughs> scary though when you start when you start to think about all the stuff that happens behind closed doors in 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 the legal department so you see why i became a whistleblower you see why they did not want me part of their brethren Man, that, that's, I, would, that's, I did not. I did not act happy enough to just be sitting at their table. So, Warren, you had a, you had a good question. The question that I had was right, based on your anecdotal experience, right, and because you are intimately uh, aware of the back end procedures when it comes to determining spousal support and stuff like that. Do you feel that this system is flawed? And if so, right, what can we do to fix it? Because for me, I think you should leave with what you came with, depending on what the the circumstances of the divorce were. Right. Um, and then the problem with even what I just said is who determines. Right. What those uh, uh extenuating circumstances were that uh, uh would dictate you paying four thousand dollars a month i mean it's just it it you explain it to me help me out okay family code 4320 okay in california family code 4320 okay it's got like 20 something plus factors that a judge is supposed to look at when deciding permanent spousal support okay and you know, having paid 4000 a month, having been, like I said, the one who earned the, the law degree, who passed the bar exam, who became a judge. Right. And did the, did my, minded my P's and Q's, right, right? To get where I needed to get to support my family. I feel what you're saying about you should come leave the marriage with what you brought. Right. But at the same time, what the law does is it says, well, did you, you know, I didn't become a judge. I wasn't a judge before marriage. Right. So... I had to give some credit to my ex-husband for being home to watch the kids so I could go to those schmoozing meetings and be the president of Lawyers Club. Somebody had to pick the kids up from school right, that right, day. Right. It wasn't me. Right. Okay? Right. Right. So that was something that, quote unquote, under the law, the policy, the community built. Because I could not have done that without assistance. That makes sense. Okay. So you see how that then fed into he contributed to my ability to achieve that goal but But still hurts to write a check right but the the, (laughs) the number that is associated the number of compensation that is associated with that right is subjective it's not supposed to be so those 20 something factors that i delineated it's like how much time did one party devote to domestic duties while the other person devoted to professional time? Does anybody have any health issues? Um, are there any um, special needs 
uh, children that somebody had to take care of so the other one worked to have the health insurance um, was domestic violence involved um, there's a numerous a bunch of things tax 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 issues um, so there's a list of 20 plus factors that a judge has to consider before you come up with a number and so you're looking at what was the marital standard of living did you guys travel a lot did you save your money for retirement instead? Did you live beyond your means so you have no savings? Right. So you got to look at all of that stuff. And you first decide what was the marital standard of living. So if you had a middle-class lifestyle, you went to vacation, but you didn't go to, let's say, Lowe's and Coronado or Lowe's Paris. You know, you went to where I went last weekend, Parker, Arizona or something, right? right? You right. Know? <laughs> so, you know, but you went on vacation. Right. That's something, you know, people that are not middle class can't do, right? right. So, you know, you look at all that and then you look at the money going in versus money going out where you're living beyond your means. And how do you take that income, that two incomes that were supporting one household now divide it into two? And there's a whole calculator of stuff that goes in and you plug it in, tax implications. There's a and you plug it in, but you can only use that system for temporary support. So as a judge, you got to figure that all out right? based upon the evidence presented to you. And that's where the system needs to be reformed because people don't have a right to an attorney in family court. So the person who wasn't handling the money, the person who was maybe trusting the other person, has no access to where all the bank accounts are, to where the retirement accounts are. Did you take money out while you were whining and dining that on the person. side, right. uh, what happened to that money? Where's my half? But they don't even know what happened because right. they didn't know that bank account existed. Right. So they have to hire someone to find it out. And so that's where, like, there should be automatic disclosures. And you think there are, but it's just a form. It just says, yeah, I have this and this and this. But th that doesn't do anything. It doesn't make them disclose it. They just put what they want. There's no enforcement mechanism. So why didn't you just put what you want so he can get two thousand a month? Because I want to stay a lawyer. I need to, be, you know, I want to. I want ethics. I want to. I don't want to be lying. I, Gosh, I believe in karma. Ethics. Karma. I'm a big karma person. I'm sorry, my microphone keeps going off here. So bad. Sweating. It's hot. It's hot. Yeah. It's hot in here. Talking, I mean, we talking about hot stuff. So right? I mean, I, I get it. I, yeah, but I get it. So did I kind of answer your question? That answers my question. I mean, it's it's the same kind of thing that they do when determining child support, right? Like, yeah. it's, it's very similar. If you have a lot and the other person doesn't, they don't want the kid to learn, like, when I go to that house, I can go to Disneyland, I can go to Paris. I can, and so I don't want to be at your house because over there we're doing Top Ramen. It's Cheerios night. It's Pancakes night. Damn. Right? Right. So they're trying to equalize each household's ability to support the child so that there's no... Like, I want to go to that house because they have the stuff that you can't afford here, right? So they're trying to do their right. best. Right. You know. I mean, that makes sense, but it just... It hurts. It does. <laughs> so that's, that's the part about realizing that marriage is a business. Right. You are investing in each other. You are listening to Tough Talk Radio. We will be right back. The BBS stones got blessed for they set them in. Too strong, they ain't had no choice but to let them in. If he had crack, damn right, I'ma bet again. Cut a whole brick of that boy with the fed again. Fuck the DA, fuck the judge, and the letterman. And I mean that in big, bold, black lettering. Fuck I'm looking back for, already ahead of them. I'm about movement, movement is medicine. If you ain't a billionaire, not who I'm competing with. Johnny Tapia stash minus the rats eating it. All got a secret. It's about keeping it. I did it for my dogs, cause that's who I'm eating my with. Niggas. Bless you, me, I let you see the refugee in a Maybach SUV. Ha! With enough snow to let you ski. But right now, I'ma let you be. 
Jesus in the Jesus piece, that ain't for religion. Uh, you gon' need a bigger screen to see how I'm living. Yeah. Bottle of the most expensive shit to the curb. Yeah. I did it for my dogs, every motherfucking word. Beatties in the Cartier, wrist looking like I'm throwing a party there. Uh, my life, it wasn't Harley fair, but fuck it, I can hardly care. We cook shit like a barbecue, nothing to borrow here. Nah. Body's drop, but niggas then got numb, it ain't no sorrow here. Yeah. Same block, same corner, meet me tomorrow right here. All white nights for my youngest, I bought them all up here. Jones, I don't really think these niggas know me. Trying to find something to eat, I felt like yo. Louis do the Louboutin, so I'ma do the Prada shit. I know Freaky guide me, getting me through a lot of shit. Presidential Rowley as I politic. How she talking about me when she swallowed it? That loud life drip, I'm about to model it. Cameras get the flashing like popping in. State property jackets, you know the jeans is rock away. I ain't in your club, it ain't no bottles there. I ain't at your party, ain't no models there. Dale Heindorf and learned a lot from me. You gon' need a bigger screen to see how I'm living. Bottle of the most expensive shit to the curb. I did it for my dogs, every motherfucking word. All these is blessings and all of them do. Working and praying still needs some for the crew. Found a way to get it, the plus was that I doubled it. The running back for the team, I ain't never fumbling. Not only do I got it, but I mastered this shit. Pimping ain't easy, but I'm whipping this bitch. I'm trying to be wealthy, easy was being rich. I'm trying to have a cold night, any game six. I'm both game switch, I mastered all courts. I'm them bitches with dreams, I became a nasty thought. There's a towel on the seat when she wear them little shorts. After sex, we blow the big gas, we don't do the pause. I'm just here to run it up, we ain't really here for sure. God was stuntin' when he made me of this shit, special call. You don't even know the fabric, know the stitch, know the call. You don't even know the texture, what it take to be a boss. It's your man, Mr. Preston, the one and only, and you are listening to Tough Talk Radio. And being that you're involved with that part of it, I guess the last question I would like to ask is, with everything that's going on in today's time, do you see a trend that's going, that, you know, is it an age thing where it's youth that are getting married so quick and turnaround divorce rate for them is, is really fast? Is it middle-aged? Is it racial thing like white, black? Is it, um, do you see, you know, minorities or is it a, you know, what, what do you see a trend in what's going on in today's divorce rate? Cause it is hot. Yes. The divorce rate is high, but it's not as high as it used to be. Really? But okay. you'd be surprised. It's not because divorces are going down like pro ratio. It's because less people are getting married. So paternity cases where you have to have child support and you have to have custody visitation orders are increasing. But divorces are going down. But it doesn't mean families aren't breaking up right. at the same percentage. Okay. It's just how they label them. That so, makes sense. Yeah. So the younger generation is taking a lot longer to get married. And supposedly their marriages then are lasting longer because they waited until they were more settled in life. Right. You know, so other generations got married early and then we see them tend to get divorced from the other, you know, my generation in the 40s and 50s, right around the time of those high school reunions getting fun. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at me, you're like, you're like, girl. What? Oh, I, uh, <laughs> that, that was, that was him. I remember you. Yeah. Back in the day. Oh, oh, I remember you. We used <laughs> to like you, called you, you tight end. <laughs> yeah. Your cousin were 89. Yeah. So, you know, right around the time, you know, and then obviously, social media has contributed a lot to d divorce rates or, but I want to say 
divorce rates is a misnomer because it's really a breakup rate because less people are getting married, mm-hmm. but they still have children together. Right. So there's still, to my opinion, the same amount of people that are not staying together. It's just whether we're calling it a divorce or not. Right. I was just curious because they always talk about that, you know, you know, the millenniums and all this and that and the divorce rate and everything that you hear in politics and everything on the news. And it's hard to believe where everything is at. So that's why I was curious is do you see like a trend as far as that, you know? I see more um, fraternity cases. If you want to say a trend, that would be a trend because there's less marriages, but there's still constant friction. Uh, no, that's going to definitely go up now that there ain't no Roe versus Wade. No, I got a question, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. I have a question. Divorce attorneys were happy about that, I guess. Oh, I bet they were. More bet. child support cases. <laughs> I, I have a question for you. Do you think that there should be a law that every uh, uh, birth, right? There should be a paternity test like it should be mandatory at birth that there is a paternity test before you leave the hospital. There should be a paternity test that should be part of the the exiting strategy of leaving the hospital and taking your baby. There should be a paternity test to that. You say what I'm going to I'm going to play legislator right now. You want me to draft this law to make that. What is the public policy behind that? What is that going to do? What is that going to help? How is that going to help our citizens of California if we do that versus how is it going to hurt them? The only thing I would say about that is if that is the way that we did that, we drew up all policy, maybe things would be better. But I don't believe that that's the the case. So I'm going to a different question. Right. That's a different question. (laughs) And we can talk about that. You can't answer a question with a question. Okay. well. Okay. I was just going to say, like, <laughs> tell me why you think that, because that basically only, in my opinion, would only benefit the male because every woman knows that's their child. Well, would it, well, here's, here's the thing. So it's well, not it, depends. A it depends though, because there's some women out there that, you know, boot, 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 don't know where the hell this shit they went. But, but here, here's, no, the, it's their no, child. but they know it's they their, their child. child. They right, but they, but they don't know about the fight. But here's the thing. What's wrong with legislation that only helps men? One gender. Yeah. What's, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it. You just have to establish that there's a valid public policy behind well, it. Well, I, I would think that the valid public policy is what if that kid finds out that this is not his father and he has a health, uh, defect and all that other good stuff i mean it would help with that stuff as well also too i don't think that you know i mean we're seeing you know these guys now finding out 20 years later that the kid wasn't his and all that other good stuff and he goes crazy and shoots up a, a grocery I store i was just watching that I mean, one where tiffany uh goes to the jail and she's got the one kid is black and then she's got the baby who's white and right. he's like that ain't my kid <laughs> and he's like that kid was born in the Caucasus mountain that's a Caucasian kid that's not my kid you remember I'll that be, yes. <laughs> yes. he's like that kid has a 730 credit score <laughs> so, so i mean i mean what, what what would be wrong with that with a, a public policy that is skewed towards men how would that how would that because hurt you can have a public policy that's skewed towards men if you understand what what it's supposed to benefit or what it's supposed to prevent so i'm trying to like it i'm giving prevent, you the legal answer it would prevent unnecessary child support for a kid that's you. not so, yours okay so here's the thing whether you're talking a paternity case if you have any doubts before that paternity judgment comes in and you order to pay child support you can get that in a paternity case okay so you don't need it at the time of birth Okay. 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 And now, if you're married, the law has a public policy of trying to um, preserve that family unit. That's why there's tax credits if you're married to help you stay together. We're going. We we want to 
uh, improve marital status. So they're more incentivized not to do it. They don't want the case. They don't want to disturb your marital relationship. They'll leave it between the two people. But you do have a certain amount of years once that child is born. When you're married, and I'm sorry, I don't know it right now, whether it's three years or five years, uh, where you can still contest whether that child is yours. But once that time period is expired, SOL, because that child also has a right for you to take action if you have any doubts as to whether or not you're the father. And if they've been raised to believe you're the father and all of a sudden, you know, you know what, I'm tired of you going out on Friday nights, giving my blood test and that child is in seventh grade. Like, what do you mean you're not my daddy? So, like, there's a public interest for that child but as what if, well. But what if you, listen, I love my children dearly. My boys are grown, okay? But if I found out I wasn't one of their fathers, i disown their asses right now. I don't care. I loved them <laughs> for 27, 26 years. You lied. You lied. <laughs> Screw them both, all of them. If I, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know you are. That's why I like. So that's what you I'm see. Kidding. What I'm saying right. because right. you're talking about the father's rights, and I hear you. Right. But society has to think about mom, dad, and the child, and the family unit. I so just, I just think that it's. It, if you I mean, have any doubts on where she's been, you shouldn't have married her, but, and then but, you shouldn't have had a child with her. But and then you, <laughs> you can you, ask for a you, blood test. You know this, and I say this all the time: women are smarter than men. And I mean, I mean, I, I just. Are you be- waiting for me to deny that? No, I just believe okay. that. I just, I just believe that okay. you guys are smarter than men. I mean, well, like, period. I don't know that we're smarter than I men, but we can are, multitask and we can. You guys are. Ahead. You guys are. We're playing chess. Oh, shit, like I can multitask too. We're right? playing chess. You guys are are the smarter sex. I believe. Okay, thank you. Okay, like I, I believe that, right? Um, but with that uh, uh, smartness, right, comes the ability to manipulate and all that other good stuff. So much better than men. Women do things that men don't even think of doing because we just don't think that way because we're idiots, right? Why? Listen, that's why I'm saying you could have a a woman that you believe is great, right? And that baby still not be yours, right? Mountain of cock, right? Right. So I mean, (laughs) real. I I think I think a mandatory blood test would resolve that. Mandatory, Right right at birth. So that way. You're not waiting till he's seven. You're not waiting till none of that okay, happens. Tell, me, it happens tell you right what, there. why don't you just propose that to every woman that you're about to have sex with and say, you know what? If you get pregnant, we're going to have a blood test. Trust me when I say this, fellas. Call that a hoe yeah. test. Because yeah. um, that's not going to work for your, your relationship, at is this, it? At this age, that's not a bad idea. Okay. Like, well, like I don't have, and if she don't want to go for it, fuck her. <laughs> That's, that's what you going to do. Bet. I mean, that's but, exactly that, but that's what you about to but do. Wait, wait, wait. That ain't going to stop you. But that's it ain't going to stop me because I'm a hoe. But I'm just, saying, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. Like. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, like, I, I, I think that's a great idea. Hey, look, man, we going to do this. But if you get pregnant, I want a blood test, blood test, and a mental test. So, the long story short part is. Yes, you can have laws that are intended to protect a certain gender as long as there's a good public policy behind it, like the Violence Against Women Act. Okay? It protects women in the name. Well, it's a good public policy. We don't want households, we don't want kids exposed to what I told you that ACES study revealed. Right? right? Women are usually, typically, the victims of that, but not always. I've had plenty of clients where the men have been hit with remote controls over the side of the head They've been battered, so I mean, yeah, it happens. I I would, I I would say that it's probably more that way, but men are not going to report that. Correct. I, I just, I mean, I I would think that that's the case, but 
Right. Just you know? like with sexual abuse. Yes. There's more men that are sexually abused, but they don't report it. Right. Because they're not. It's well, the gender. That's a, that's a whole other thing. Issue. I mean, well, like, is, even, like even, wow, even, yeah, you even, really changed that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but even me as a man, it's just hard to fathom a man being a man, a grown man, right? Being raped by a woman or you know, we can't say raped by a woman or sexually abused by a woman. It's just, it, it's even as a grown man, it's hard for me to wrap my brain around that. I've been abused. So I, I get that. I been get abused. that. Right? And it's hard. It, it, what? The, that's hard. That's difficult. Pause. Because we, <laughs> because we're creeps and, and it's, it's tough to, to, it, it's just tough. That's, that's tough. So I get that. So that, I would imagine that it would, you know, if you are a man that's been sexually abused, who are you going to tell where they're not going to clown you? And, and, and it, that's tough. I, I get that. Before we go, and there's a lot more that we would love to discuss with you. But before we go, there is something that you're involved with that's actually on TV. I want to go ahead and give that a plug. Yes. Thank you. It's a documentary and it's called Children of the Underground. And the director of the um, documentary is actually the same director who did the one on SeaWorld. The okay. blackfish one, exposing how they were mistreating the whales. So this is kind of like an expose of how the family court system is not designed and is not servicing children that are being abused by the other parent. Literally, family court is the only court is the only kind of case that you can have where someone that you're accusing of abusing you, whether it's sexual or physical, you are still forced to have contact with. Um, you know, so think about that. Someone, yeah. no, so. Um, the Children of the Underground documents uh, the journey of this one woman who had all this evidence and, and ran an underground to uh, basically hide the children from abusive parents who were mostly fathers. Okay. Um, I don't take a, an opinion on that, but I give insight into the defects in this documentary of the court system and how it's not designed to handle those kind of cases and does it wrong. They do a piss-poor, god-awful job of protecting children in abuse cases. Um, so I give insight into that. And it's Children of the Underground. It can be found right now on FX and Hulu. Right. Um, it, it started airing August 12th. And um, I haven't finished watching it. I've been on vacation. So um, I'm hearing it's good stuff about it. So so definitely check it out. You know, it's if you're going through a divorce, you know, if you're going through any of these types of situations, uh, please do your research. Is there any suggestions that you would tell them to you know to look at or to do call um, me huh yeah call yeah, me right, first right. Like, i'll <laughs> right. tell you like if yeah. you're in the san diego yeah, area yeah actually if you're in california but anyway is there a way that people can you know yeah my, to hire you yeah my it? my law firm is called honorable legal services love it. yeah thank you love honorable it. legal services that. okay um we service people both in court and we do like behind the scenes if you just want your paperwork done right if you just want your arguments done right uh, evidence gathered for you but we're not going to necessarily go to court for you okay um we can do that like on a piecemeal lower we do a lower hourly rate for that because there's a big need for people they can't afford a big retainer but they need help and they need help as they go so we do it we call it diy okay do it yourself but we okay. do the paperwork for you right. put your strategy out there we put you on a roadmap, and then you take it from there perfect right. perfect so all right like I said, it's all right there for you. Please go check her out. Go look at the uh, documentary on Hulu, on Netflix, or not Netflix. It's on FX. Children of the Underground. It's Children on of the FX. Underground. FX. 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 That's when I was and looking Hulu. for. And Hulu. Okay. FX and Hulu. That was the Children one. Children of the for. Underground. Got to check that out. And just my other advice is, uh, don't go to court without studying your judge 
and don't ask the wrong people for a referral to attorneys you know ask attorneys attorneys know who the other good attorneys are take an apple to your judge <laughs> oh i can tell you stories oh weighing up the mouses and i swear we had like 36 diamond in the rough yeah you see that water glowed up they say you lost your street cred you tell them Oh, no. 